Welcome, listeners, to the Light of the Spirit podcast with Abbot George Burke. My name is Jonathan Mahoney, and I am here with Abbot George. Abbot George, could you tell us what Satan is? Okay, Satan. Now, when people talk about Maya, it can be, as I say, kind of positive or negative or this or that. So you could get a hint of the idea of Satan, perhaps in Maya, but very, very little and not really at all in the minds of most people. I have versus say all people. Now, this is a subject not spoken about very much at all in, the, in India for a very good reason. One, negative people love to talk about negativity. But also, talking about negativity can bring the mind into the aura or the orbit of negativity. For example, I once spoke with my sannyasa guru, Swami Vidyananda, about some really virtuous people that I had visited, I had known, and about some ashrams that uh, I had visited. And, uh, you know, I told him all about it. At the end, he said, you know, this is really good to talk about these things. Okay. And these kind of people and these places. Because he said, you actually do experience a kind of satsang association with them just by talking about them and hearing about them. Okay. That he said it's beneficial spiritually, actually. And in his humility, he was indicating that he felt he had been benefited. So a lot of awful stuff they won't talk about. Like, they'll know there's black magic. In India, it's the worst black magic in the world. Nobody can equal the terrible monstrosities that are involved in black magic in India. But no one will talk about this. The Teet Gurus will not talk about it. You won't hear it spoken of in ashrams or in homes of devotees. Because, one, there's no value unless it's somebody you have to be warned away from. Otherwise, just there it is, it exists, leave it alone. It's a very wise policy. Okay, so Mara, of course, the force of cosmic evil and delusion came, we're told, to tempt Buddha. And that's the end of it for the Buddha story. In other words, it was not over and over again. Even though evil people tried to harm the Buddha, nobody said, oh, Satan sent them or Mara sent them or anything. Okay. It's important. All right. And now, Satan and Mara are the same thing? No, not exactly. Not exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh well, they're both utterly negative. Okay. Uh, well, they are in the same way, but Mara and Mara and Satan are kind of two aspects of the same thing. Okay. Put it that way. Satan comes from a Hebrew word, which actually is a Chaldean word, which the Jewish people picked up when they were in captivity by the Babylonians. At least Strong's uh, concordance claims that it's pronounced. Satan. In Greek, the word is satanas. Obviously, it means the same thing. However, in the Old Testament, the roots of the word, it means especially adversary, the opponent. Okay? Anything that goes contrary to that which is good could be considered Satan. That's why, though it may shock us, at one point, when Jesus was speaking, 
And St. Peter said, oh Lord, no, this would never happen to you. He was speaking about his coming crucifixion. Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Just like he said it back in the temptation. Yeah. He called St. Peter Satan. But it's in a sense that Jesus is telling them the truth and trying to prepare them for this thing, which would be a trauma. Yeah. And here's somebody trying to play, oh no, don't say that negative thing. Don't put that negative thought in the air, you know, yeah. these people about today. And he just says, you're Satan. So a person who under the guise of positivity is opposing truth and reality, they're satanic. And that's a fact. That's kind of just a footnote in this, but it's good to know. So anything that opposes is satanic. It is a power in the universe that goes against evolution. It is a power of devolution, of devolving rather than evolving. Okay. And this can happen. Again, I mentioned uh, Monmathaw, who because he foolishly would not pay attention to Mother Anandamai, from a person of genuine spiritual force and wonderful angelic mind, he turned into this low, stupid person who then wouldn't even come near Mother, you see? Yeah. In other words, his whole polarity was changed. Uh, it was horrible to see because I, I really loved Monmathaw. But there it was. So there is always a force telling us, oh, quit this nonsense. Do you really think you have to be vegetarian? Or do you have to be so strict about being a vegetarian? Or do you have to um, meditate on so long? Do you, why, do you, uh, why do you have to meditate at all? Why not that? watch TV? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, why don't you go out and help people instead? They never help people. My stepmother said a crappy thing to me once. And I said, okay, and who do you help? Yeah. She said, well, really, nobody. I said, okay, leave me alone. <laughs> so it wasn't an argument. Uh, it was perfectly friendly, but there you go. So anything that opposes it, an addiction which opposes the right thing, you can be addicted to negative action or to negative thinking. You can be addicted to uh, substances that are you know, negative, obviously. Mind-altering drugs, all these things. Meat-eating is an addiction, actually. And, of course, alcohol, one of the most horrible forms of addiction. And then, of course, all kinds of drug addiction. This will pull you away. So that is satanic. Let's not say it's Satan, the person. He had turned himself into an atom bomb. <laughs> but what destroys life, what destroys evolving life, is satanic. Okay. I'm, I'm saying, see, it's an adjective. And St. Paul said, destroy not the work of God for the sake of food. And he's talking about being a vegetarian, isn't he? Okay, yeah. Because the animal life is the work of God. Yes. So for the sake of you eating it, you're going to destroy a life form that God gave that life to you? What are you but a Satan? That's the truth. I don't consider that to... Extreme. Yeah. So, then in Greek, and of course, you see, the Aramaic form would have been the Hebrew form. So, Satan was what Jesus actually said. In other words, you're opposing me, you're arguing. Okay, in Greek, though, which was the apostles used for the Gospels, 
and St. Paul for his, and the others for their epistles. It is Satanas. Satanas means accuser. It's very interesting. There's a verse later on in the um, book of Revelation that says, the accuser was cast down. Jesus said, I saw Satan like lightning fall from heaven. Lucifer is not Satan. Lucifer is a fallen archangel who is sort of the king and captain of evil spirits that are within the orbit of this planet Earth. They're not anywhere else. They're, they're just here. Of course, they're trapped here, poor fools. But that's Lucifer. Lucifer, Satan is bigger than Lucifer. Lucifer is a servant of Satan, though kind of a part of Satan. Yeah, so he's, okay. a, he's like attuned himself. Yes. Okay. So this is the power of doubt and denial. This is the power of accusing and lying falsely. So saying meditation makes you crazy. And you need to worship the devil. This kind of thing. This is Satan. But anything, again, that goes against your evolution. So the two words, the Chaldee word, the Greek word, ultimately are meaning the same thing. Satan is not a person, but it is the force and power of cosmic delusion and falsehood, deception. And it is really energy, okay? Poisonous, negative, cosmic energy that, because everything that exists is consciousness, is therefore kind of like lumbering along machine that somehow has a kind of a mind and kind of an intelligence and kind of an awareness. Sounds like I'm speaking nonsense. I understand that. Did you once give me the analogy of Satan being like a shark where it's just this... Yeah, I think Because sharks can't sleep, so they're just literally lumbering they're around, around destroying life. Killing, killing. Yeah. yeah, it's just but like a shark. It's, it's a force. Okay, a force. Like a shark. Like a shark, okay. And, but you see, it has a kind of intelligence behind it because intelligence is inherent in everything. But that's just kind of it. You don't carry it much further than that. But these evil people, these satanic people and forces, they have been assimilated by that force, but they're kind of like in the belly of the beast. Okay. So they're a part of it, you know. And a lot of the intelligence comes from them. It's like they can develop. There are people that can project negative energy. Okay. Well, think of Satan as kind of the negative energy. It's not a true good assembly, but anyway, and then they're the negative people who will project the energy. They're interdependent. I'm talking about an ugly subject, which fortunately I can't elaborately speak about, though I'm taking a long time, because it's, it's not worth good to put it in your mind. You don't have to be afraid of it, but you have to be aware lest you like that too much. Okay. You see? So this is what Satan is. It is just this, it's a cosmic force and it functions as if it was intelligent. But it's really kind of a dim reflection of the intelligences 
that it sort of has swallowed or assimilated. I'm sorry, it sounds like something that somebody in a primitive society would make up, but that's the nearest we can <laughs> Yeah, do. okay. I understand what you're saying. But, it is, but it's real. Yogananda claimed to have heard this satanic force speak on occasion. But we, we won't go into those accounts. But uh, he, say, he said that uh, positively. And it has been believed by mystics that this force can take on a form and manifest and you think that it's a person or you just may think it's kind of an astral being. But it really is kind of a, a cloud, a lump, a break off of really Satan. It's Satan appearing to you as something different from Satan. Okay. But it's, it's satanic. It's, it's evil. It's negative and so on. But it isn't because it's a lie, see? So Satan is a lie because it's, it's delusion. And it is denial. So that's why Max Heindel, one of the greatest esotericists that we've ever had in America and certainly one of the greatest Christian esoterists, in his book, The Rosicrucian Cosmic Conception, says the most negative state a human being can be in is a state of denial of God. But when he says it, he doesn't mean just denial like they say, no, God doesn't exist. That is a part of it. It's when, like, they don't want God to exist and they don't want people to believe in God. So us, our most negative state would be when we are totally opposed to God in us and God in other people and God in the cosmos. Okay. It's extremely important to realize, extremely difficult to express. I'm, I'm very sorry, I apologize for the limitations. So that's what it is. That be aware of it. Don't dwell on it. Just un- know it's there. Know it's there and move and on. It has its puppets in the sense of it has the people that it controls and the people who, because it hates the light, they hate you who are of the light. And so we've already talked about people that have written to me that when they were doing sadhana, they found there were people run away when they saw them or people that would look at them and make faces, you know. And that will happen. Yeah. If you're in a place where there's really negative people, people can come up to you and start shouting at you. And you don't know them and they're just raving at you. And uh, I've had this happen to me a couple of times. I mean, I couldn't even understand what they were complaining about. And I didn't know them. I'd never seen them. They'd just come and just start, just, well, they were carrying on like they were crazy. Yeah. They were controlled by Satan. Okay. And his servants. So Satan spoke through them, you see. Satan is often speaking through the mouths of people who say, you don't need to do that. You know, that won't be very good for you. And they pretend to be nice. They pretend to like you. I'll tell you one of the most prevalent voices of Satan. And it's in the mind of people who don't approve of, who therefore oppose your spiritual life and discipline. And what does Satan say? 
All I want is for you to be happy. They want to destroy your soul. They want to take your soul away from you. But you certainly are not going to disagree with somebody who says, all I want is for you to be happy. You don't want to say, oh, get away from me, you know, ignoramus. So see, they just want you to be happy. Mommy and Daddy want you to be happy. That's why we want to control your life totally. Yeah. That's why we don't want you to go around those crazy religious fanatics. It'll be bad for you because we're the ones who love you. And they don't. They're after what they can get out of you. But we're not. It's like in Headline's science fiction story where the man that is the spaceship captain comes back to Earth for a short while and he goes to visit these parents. And then when he leaves, it says, uh, it refers to his loving and patient parents who asked nothing from him except his life. Ha! And it can be wife, it could be child, it could be parent, or anything else, but it's just for your own good, you see? What did he say to Eve? Oh, you won't die? Oh, no, no. You'll be wise. You'll be like gods. And look at this. Doesn't that look good to eat? It is, yeah. So it's, it's like in Gone with the Wind when the carpetbagger from the north is trying to fool the Negro slaves, the former slaves, and he says, we're going to give you 40 acres and a mule and blah, blah, and say, and why? Because we're your friends. And you're going to vote like your friends, aren't you? Yep. In other words, he just wanted those former slaves to be happy. Tune in to the next podcast where Eva George talks about the difference between Satan and Mara and how we should respond to outer and inner evil and negativity.